Hello everyone, welcome to the Sunny Go One Piece podcast. I'm back with another ranking episode, so we're going to take a break from the rewatches. And this time, I am going to finally get around to ranking all the ending themes. So over a year since I've pretty much done the opening theme rankings. But yeah, that episode seemed to be pretty popular, so we'll see how the ending theme does. Uh, yeah, there are 18 in total. Unfortunately, One Piece actually stopped including ending themes as of episode 279 to make way for these longer opening themes. Um, but yeah, a part of me really likes the extended openings, but I also really miss the ending themes. And yeah, I mean, they did this mainly because they wanted to further consume more time so that they have to fill less of the episode with actual new content. I don't know how this really worked, but that was their thinking, I guess. I don't know why they didn't just make more ending themes. I guess they'd have to li- they'd save money by licensing fewer songs, I suppose. But yeah, that's kind of the sad situation of that. But yeah, we do have these 18 to go over. Up front, I'm going to say I'm not as passionate about the ending themes as I am with the opening themes, but that doesn't mean that these are bad songs by any means, mostly. By nature, they're just less hype, and the accompanying animations are mostly beyond uninteresting and often being just still images. However, I mean, recently going back and listening to all of them, and even the ones that I don't like, I'm not sure if it's just nostalgia or my tastes have changed in like the 15 years since 2006, since Adventure World first or last appeared. I actually like these songs more than I thought. You know, there are obviously a handful of them that I, I've been listening to this entire time regularly because I love those songs. But yeah, not nearly to the degree of the openings. But yeah, anyways, um, possible warnings for anything up to the conclusion of Water 7 and NES Lobby. But I, I'll also throw in a little bit about current events at the very end. So, But I'll warn you about that when it gets to that point. Anyways, yeah, of course, these are my opinions, and like with the opening rankings, many of these are going to be very subjective and personal to me specifically because of how ingrained the series has been in my entire life so far, and, you know, they're based on many different criteria. And so, yeah, what are those criteria? They're going to be extremely subjective, like I said, based on how much I like the song itself, both the anime versions and the full versions of the song the animation that accompanies them, and what point in the series it occurs, and then also any personal memories that I have attached to them because I pretty much experienced all these endings debuting as they came out with the exception of the first four. And yeah, they're all associated with very specific periods of my life. And with that, yeah, let's get started. Alrighty, so to start off at number 18, we have Kaleidoscope by Fish. This ending was the sixth ending theme and ran from episodes 95 through 106 during the beginning half of Alabasta. And if you've listened to the regular podcast, you know how I feel about this song. I don't like it, which is why it's here at the bottom at number 18. And this and the next song on my rankings are the two songs that I truly don't like at all. Like, I just don't like these songs. It doesn't sound good to me. The lead singer seems like he's struggling to reach these high notes and sounds like he's screaming most of the song. The melody of this song isn't all that catchy or enjoyable to listen to. But this is the first time we get to see Chopper incorporated into any theme song. So there is that, but there's just not much to like about this song. And yeah, I don't really have much more to say about it. At number 17, I have A to Z, the 11th ending theme performed by ZZ. 
which ran from episodes 169 to 181 and puts this ending right dab smack in the middle of the Skypiea arc. This ending was alright, but the biggest strike against this ending is just how bland it is. It doesn't stand out. It's so largely forgettable that I almost forgot about this song. In fact, it was to the point where, yeah, I just didn't remember this song at all. And this song is just all over the place, too. If you've ever heard the full version of this song, you'll know what I'm talking about, as it sort of has this dreamlike soft opening, and then, like, Whiplash jumps into this hard rock theme. Then, for good measure, rap is thrown in there for some reason. I mean, it's so weird. Then the fact that in the anime version, half the song is literally just them screaming, come back to your friends, over and over and over, like seven times in a row for each crew member. And it's just, yeah, just the oddness and the forgettability of this song just makes it land at number 17. At number 16, I have Dream Ship by Ikuta Aiko, the 13th ending theme. This theme ran during the G8 filler arc, during episodes 196 through 206. This song is actually not bad, and from here on out, the rest of these songs I actually still enjoy listening to regularly to this day. I enjoy this song for the most part, even though it's one I don't continuously go back to and listen, but it's got a good melody and the vocals are good. I think the one thing that stood out to me about this is that I really like the animation and specifically the character designs in this one. There's something about each character, the way they're shaded and lit, just looks really good. And there's just something really crisp about the animation in this ending theme. I also love that at this point, Robin's normal to silly pose is just more books. Because <laughs> everyone else has got these like really like serious pose and then it wipes to a much more silly pose. But when it gets to Robin, it's just her with more books. Um, obviously, we get to see a little bit more of Robin's sillier side as the series goes on. But at this point in the series... It's still very much Robin's kind of got this serious aura to her. At number 15, we have the fourth ending theme, Shochinosuke, performed by Suite Shoujo. This ending theme ran for a very limited amount of time, just eight episodes from episodes 74 through 81 during the Little Garden arc. I think along with this shortened run and the genericness of this song, it makes it really forgettable. And that's pretty much why it lands here so low at number 15 for me. The song isn't bad at all, in fact. I like listening to it, but nothing really stands out about it. The accompanying animation is just boring. And it's just a bunch of still shots of each crew member. It's just I always call this the desktop background ending theme because literally it just shows you desktop backgrounds like of these sort of silhouetted versions of each character up till that point. So yeah, I mean, this a lot of this song, it's enjoyable, but it's really forgettable at the same time. Okay, so from here on out, we get to the songs that I actually really enjoy and I still listen to pretty regularly up till this day. Like these songs I consider to be like really fun and enjoyable. So at number 14, I have Shining Ray, the eighth ending theme performed by Jana de Arc, which ran during the Alabasta arc from episodes 119 through 132. And yeah, like I said, I personally really like this ending a lot. It's a really upbeat pop rock song. And like most of the endings, the animation that accompanies the song is pretty simple, but I like the detailed drawings of each Straw Hat member waiting out in a rainstorm. It actually looks really great with that watercolor style that each one receives, and once the rain stops, it goes back to the normal animation with the crew gathering and running towards the Going Merry. 
and it all looks really great, honestly. And the message of the song is pretty standard for One Piece about pushing past difficult times towards your goal, using the small ray of light in your heart and those around you, which lines up actually really nicely with the little repre- literal representation of the ray of sunshine shining through the dark clouds. And this imagery is also a nice allegory to what's happening at the st- in the story at the time, with the light shining through the darkness with Luffy trying to be a crocodile, making his evil deeds behind all of his uh, criminal underground stuff come to light, as well as Vivi trying to get through the dust and fighting to be the the light that the country needs for her to be. And so, yeah, it's a really it it actually meshes really well. And I yeah, I really like this ending theme. At number 13, I have Mirai Kokai, or translated as Future Voyage, the 14th ending, performed by Taki and Tsubasa, who are the first artists on our list to have performed an opening and an ending theme. They eventually go on to perform the opening Crazy Rainbow. There is one more group that sings both, but we'll get to them in time. This ending theme would run from episodes 207 to 231 during the beginning portion of the Water 7 arc. This song is pretty good, and I enjoy it for the most part. It has this really like positive tone and good vocals, but I feel like this song is kind of generic and almost feels like elevator music a little bit, and so it's like really plain. But that's not to say I don't enjoy this song, because far from it, I enjoy this song quite a bit, but it just doesn't quite have that special factor to put it over any of the following songs on this ranking. However, one thing this song has that is outstanding is the animation that accompanies it, being the first ending theme to be introduced with One Piece's transition to the widescreen HD format. It's gorgeous with its use of color and each crew member getting this sort of interesting locale, making particular use of the of the contrasting color. And I particularly love the the chopper in and where he's kind of sitting in grass and then Robin in front of the castle is also another really cool one. And then this one's not quite as interesting visually, but (laughs) Zoro and the penguins is funny too. Like just watching that penguin climb up Zoro's face (laughs) is always really fun to watch. But yeah, I mean, it's a pretty, pretty average song, but the animation is just so good here that I have to put it at 13. At number 12, I have Run Run Run, the second ending, which was performed by Otsukimaki, who got two endings in a row. Um, we'll get to her sec- her first one, I guess, um, later on in the list. Running during the second half of the East Blue Saga from episodes 31 through 63, it's a pretty big departure from the Tone of Memories, which was the first ending theme, and way more upbeat. It definitely follows the sort of adventurous feel of One Piece at the moment in the series. We see each member as kids, but by this time we will have seen each of them as kids from their flashbacks, and they're just all having fun adventuring. Still not the most interesting animation, but certainly a step up from the still image of memories. But I definitely like the song itself um, a little bit more than Run Run Run, but yeah, I don't really have too much else to say about this ending. I mean, as for me, the song itself is pretty pretty average. You know, it's fun. I, I like it. But yeah, that kind of puts it at number 12, kind of sort of in the middle. In at number 11, I've got Before Dawn, the fifth ending performed by J-pop duo group Aisachi. Before Dawn is another ending that is very short. Uh, I guess all of them are short, but I mean, I don't know. I like this song a lot, and it just felt like it didn't last very long. It only lasted for 13 episodes during the Alabasta arc, 
and those were episodes 83 through 94. I personally really like this ending. It has this really energetic and upbeat rock theme with some really intense guitar riffs. This theme is just fun to listen to it and makes you really feel good. The animation is pretty generic with the crew being active and having fun with various animals. But this ending theme is notable in that it is the first time it features Vivi in it as part of the crew, which is awesome to see. We also see an early tease of of an animal that will go on to play a pivotal role, which is the Kung Fu Dugong. Um, this is actually the first time you see them animated. And so that's kind of interesting, I guess a fun fact. Overall, this is one of my more liked ending themes with its lyric of being able to stay strong because of the support from the people around you, as well as the sort of the general energetic and happy tone of songs, which by now you must know that I prefer those types of songs. Yeah, it covers all of that. So number 11, Before Dawn. Alrighty, now we're getting into the top 10. And for number 10, I have Glory, Kimi ga Irukara, or Glory Because You Are Here, the seventh ending theme performed by Takako Uehara, which ran from episodes 107 to 118, finishing out the Alabasta arc. This is a theme that's very much centered around Vivi and her thoughts and feelings, which we see her journey from childhood to to her time with the Straw Hats, and the lyrics match her story really well. And I also really like the animation here as... Yeah, the sort of that like dark but purple sort of colored palette. And yeah, it looks really cool. And it the song really talks about how she gains strength from the fact that they're there with her supporting her. And yeah, I really like this ending theme. It's, it's a nice song to listen to and it gives me this sort of inspirational feel, especially when you know what VB goes through. And yeah, it's kind of funny though. If it, it has this very like 80s synth sound and... Its tone is a very, like, emotional ballad, and so it's kind of really weird, the sort of the contrast between that, but it works. I don't know why it works, but it just sounds good. Now, going from a BB-centered song, we get a Robin-focused one, and it's here we really get into the ending themes that I absolutely love. These final nine endings are some of my favorite songs, not just as One Piece themes, but just songs in general. And so at number nine, we have Asua Kurukara, or Tomorrow Will Come, performed by the K-pop group TVXQ, or Toho Shinki in their Japanese releases. The 17th ending theme, running from episodes 256 to 263, during the tail end of the Water 7 arc, as they're traveling to NES Lobby during the whole Rocket Man stuff. This was TVXQ's debut in One Piece, but as you know, they would go on to perform two openings a couple years later with the 10th and 11th openings the we are remix and share the world respectively and to this day they have that distinction of being one of two artists to perform both opening and ending themes but also being the only one to have two openings so they've actually done three pieces of songs and obviously the only person that has surpassed them is Hiroshi Kitadani who does We Are and all those other We songs. This ending theme, like I said, is all about Robin as this is when they're trying to rescue her from CP9. I normally don't like these sort of softer, slower songs, but this song is beautiful to be honest and it's perfect for Robin as it's about being in a difficult place but the light of tomorrow will surely come if they keep pressing forward and this 
is perfectly highlighted with the young Robin walking and the silhouettes of the straw hats flashing in the distance, signifying that her nakama are just around the corner if she keeps pushing. And this imagery is even made more beautiful knowing what this actually means for her character via her past. And overall, this song is awesome, and I highly recommend the full version, which is absolutely beautiful and really showcases TVXQ's talent. Like, towards the end of the song, and when they go up like a key change, it's incredible. And yeah, I recommend anyone listen to the full version of this song, because it's awesome. And yeah, I mean, this is also kind of embarrassing, but I used to like listening to this as sort of like a, a romantic song back in college which is kind of funny because it's not really a romantic song, just like the next song I'm going to talk about. So at number eight, another song I used to have in my romantic song playlist, and again, it's not actually a romantic song. It just has this sort of soothing quality about it. But yeah, I have Tsukito Tayo, which is Moon and Sun, performed by Sheila, which was the 12th ending theme that ran from episodes 182 through 195 during the end of the Skypiea arc. This is another really beautiful song, and at this point in the series, I've become so attached to the story and the characters that I'm a sucker for these like recap type montages. And then in this one, we see all the past important people of the crew's life looking up at the same moon, ending with the Straw Hats all looking up at that same moon as well, signifying that they're all still connected and supporting them from a distance. We even get Gaimon, who we haven't even heard from or seen since that one episode featured here. But equally just as sad is when you realize who's missing. There's no one for Robin, as everyone from her past is dead from the Ohara Buster call, highlighting how alone she is, which will become the central theme in conflict for the next story arc in Water 7 and Ineos Lobby. But yeah, this song itself is so beautiful and well-performed. You know, the song is about when you're lost and depressed and all you have to do is just look up to the sky and moon and follow the light and you'll eventually make it out of the darkness because you know that the people you love are also there supporting you. At number seven, we've got Adventure World performed by Delicatessen, which ran from episodes 264 through 278 during the end of the NES lobby arc. Adventure World would unfortunately be the last ending theme the series would ever produce. This ending theme, though, is a good one to end on because it's just pure fun. Everything from the animation, which isn't really much, but what it lacks in flair makes up for, again, in really fun and a creative concept. So each episode showcases a bunch of fan art and submissions and have these like chibi versions of the Straw Hats admiring the painting in, in, a, in a gallery-like setting with each fan's drawings being displayed in the frame. And this is also a really cool reference to how the Tankoban an, uh, manga volumes. So if you've never seen the... I don't actually don't know if they do this in the American versions, but in the Japanese manga volumes, the last like five six seven pages are dedicated to just fan art submissions and they actually show a bunch of different fan arts and it's really cool and so yeah this kind of like riffs on that and makes an anime version of that and the song itself is super fun and upbeat as well with the lyrics being mostly about your generic going on adventures and pushing past any obstacles that may come your way this is definitely a song that's more in line and and in tone with an opening theme with that sort of upbeat and adventurous tone And yeah, I love this song. This is one of those songs that I listen to quite often. And all in all, it's sad that this is the final ending theme, but it definitely went out on a very high note. 
Alrighty, at number six, I have Faith, performed by Lupina. This would be the 10th ending theme and her second ending theme in a row as she sang the previous song, Free Will, which we'll get to later in on this ranking. But I I have to say, Faith is almost as good as Free Will, but it does land just below it. Um, Faith ran from episodes 156 through 168 during the beginning of the Skypiea arc. And Rupina ha- just has a really beautiful voice and a great sound. Like, I love listening to both this and the next one on our list here. And yeah, Faith has this, like, really upbeat and warm feeling to the song, centering around the theme of having faith and not giving up on a distant love, which fits what's happening in the anime at the moment, as this is the first time they've really been separated forcefully, not really knowing how each other are doing but like luffy keeps mentioning he's got faith in his crew and that they're gonna be okay until he gets to them so yeah i mean it's 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 very fitting with the sort of what's happening in the series at the time the animation itself is pretty generic but it's pretty beautiful at the same time we see some still shots of each character floating across the frame in front of some bright pattern backgrounds one notable thing here is we get to the yet to be revealed like new outfits for Zoro and Robin so it's kind of like a spoiler a little bit for their Skypiea outfits because you don't actually get to see that until later and so yeah but overall I really like this song and one that I really like revisiting and just like I mentioned in our last spot but now at number five I have Free Will the ninth ending theme and the first song performed by Rupina and I love this ending theme it's actually one of my favorites which is why it's in my top five Free Will ran from episodes 133 through 155, which is mostly during the Jaya arc. The song is really great with this soft ballad-like feel to it. It's really nice to listen to to put put you in like a really warm and fuzzy mood. The animation that accompanies it is great too, as we get a fully animated scene with Robin alone out on the deck of the Mary in the cold while you know while the others are asleep. And it flashes through her childhood, showing us her lonely past on the run alone. Which is interesting because at this point, we are not even really close to seeing Robin's past, which won't come for like another 200 episodes or so. But we get some flashes of it. But boy, these do not accurately represent just what kind of hell she went through growing up. Because when you put that into context with this with this moment, it's just like, oh my god, Robin... Yeah, it, it it makes it even more emotional. But yeah, a you know, after the at that sort of montage of her past, the she sees a meteor shower in the present and starts to use her uh hanahana powers to wake up everyone so that they can enjoy this beautiful sight and kind of to signify that she's no longer alone anymore. And that I mean that moment is is pretty big because when you really know what that means to her, it's just, yeah, it's really beautiful to see her finally be able to sort of share these sort of moments with somebody she actually cares about. The one, the one weird thing, and I mentioned this in the podcast episode when I talked about this song, is I really don't like how this song just sort of fades out. And doesn't have an actual ending unless you listen to the full version of the song. Then it has a proper ending. But it's really weird how this song is like one of the only ending themes that just sort of fades out. It doesn't even have an actual conclusion. And it's just kind of weird and awkward. At number four, I've got the 16th ending theme, Dear Friends, performed by Trip Plane. This ending theme ran from episodes 246 through 255, which is during the Water 7 arc. 
And the reason this song is up so high is because of more of its association to one particular moment in the series. The song itself is great, but it's usually not my type of song as it's a very somber and low-key song, but that's because it's meant to be a goodbye song for The Going Merry. And for that reason, it's why I have it so high on my list. The song is an enjoyable listen, but what really gets me is the association it has to the moment when the Straw Hats and we as the fans all say goodbye to Mary, as Toy beautifully decided to play this during Mary's funeral, and it's amazingly powerful. This is easily one of, if not the saddest moment in the series so far. I mean, to me it is. Like, I definitely cry the hardest with this scene. And I mean, it's kind of crazy, and everybody says this, but like, you're crying over a boat. But yeah, this brings back a lot of great memories of the Going Merry, but this song is number four almost entirely on its association with the Going Merry. But you know, it's an enjoyable song, albeit a sad one. But yeah, I can't put it any lower because of just how, how it makes you feel when you think about this song. Alrighty, we are now in the top three. So these three ending theme songs are my absolute favorites in terms of just One Piece songs or in songs in general. The animation is great. Um, the re-listenability, if that's even a word, is awesome. And sort of the emotions that they evoke is really good too. So with that, for third place, I've got the, interestingly enough, third ending, Watashi ga Iruyo, or translated as I Am Here With You, performed by Tomato Cube. So yeah, this has that sort of very 90s slash early 2000s J-pop sound and is most certainly my kind of song. That's pretty much why it's here this high on the list. It's very poppy and upbeat, which is exactly what I personally look for in a song. It almost doesn't quite belong as an ending theme because of how upbeat it is. The song lyrics are pretty basic in terms of meaning about how you're always going to be there for your loved ones in great times and times of challenge, and how you'll support them no matter what. I always felt like this is a nice happy medium of energy between Memories and Run Run Run. Memories is this incredibly mellow and you know song, while Run 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 is like being injected with caffeine. <laughs> the animation that accompanies this is probably the best we've seen up to that point. And, you know, even beyond, like, it's actually still pretty good. You know, the endings has actual scenes which sequences instead of just like these random shots. And yeah, the Mary and the crew are beautifully animated. It's not quite as beautifully animated as some of the songs that would be made after it, but it holds up still very well for just being the third opening in this or third ending in the series. And also you get a panda man sighting on Sanji's apron while he's chopping. Yeah, all in all, with great animation and, and such a fun song to listen to, Watashi ga Iryo easily in my top three. Alrighty, in at second place on my rankings, we have Eternal Post performed by Asia Engineer. This is a pretty cool band name. The fifth ending theme, which ran from episodes 231 through 245 during the back portion of the Water 7 arc, like Brand New World kind of around this time, this ending theme ran far too short because it's easily one of the best ending themes in the series, both from the song and the animation perspective. First off, I love this song. It's one I listen to very often still, just on its own regardless of it being a One Piece song. It somehow has this magical ability to like relax and uplift you at the same time. The animation, while not overly complicated, 
or all that special, it evokes an amazing sense of nostalgia as it's just really cool to see all the characters and their costumes and character designs change across the series, you know, up till that point. And it's so awesome. And, you know, one cool thing that's kind of off on a tangent is there are some fan edits on uh, YouTube that take the full version of this song and include costume design changes that occur much further out into the series. I think there's one that goes at least all the way up to the Fishman Island arc. And yeah, it's really it's really well done and like really seamlessly done. So I highly recommend you go check out some of those because yeah, there's just something about seeing like the progress of One Piece because of how long it's gone on now. It's just really cool and nostalgic to see where the series was and how it's how it is now because yeah between character designs costume designs there have been so many and it's evolved so much and this song is just really fun to listen to it's like this really calm rap song which you often don't get like yeah this is definitely an ending theme i never skip and it's such it's such a pleasure to listen to and watch so yeah number two easily Okay, finally, my all-time favorite ending theme in One Piece. If you haven't guessed by now, it should be really obvious which one is left. It's One Piece's very first ending theme, Memories, performed by Otsuki Maki, or uh, Maki Otsuki. I'm so used to the Japanese ordering of the last first instead of the first last. But yeah, I absolutely you know, love this song, and they nailed it on the very first try. And there's a reason why this song still gets brought back into the series to this day. Like we are, it just embodies that sort of the softer and sentimental side of One Piece so well. So Memories ran from episodes 1 through 30, covering the first half of the East Blue Saga, and it was a home run. To this day, is still one of my favorite songs of, you know, among all songs. And I will admit, the animation for the ending theme, if you can even call it that, is pretty much non-existent. Other than the fact that you have the five founding members of the Straw Hats staring out at a sunset, you know, and yeah, it's really bad. But starting with Luffy, they each appear in in the order they join the crew. It's very simple, but I don't mind how simple it is because the song itself is just so damn good. It frees your mind up to just really concentrate and appreciate the song itself. Like I mentioned in my podcast episode originally, I honestly don't have a firm grasp of what the song really means. But to me, it's about someone who maybe got to their dream or the end of their journey, but wants to go back to a time before it all started, but not forget all the great memories that they had getting there. It's almost as if it's talking about our experiences with the series itself. I don't know about you, but it's as if to say when we're at the end of the series, we'll all want to go back to being able to experience the the series from the beginning you know, all fresh, but also keep all those great memories we had too. But yeah, I, maybe I'm reading a little too much into it, but I, that's the feeling that I get. But yeah, well, I, you know, I'd love to hear what your interpretation is because this song has always kind of eluded me in terms of what it actually is talking about. But I think one of the best things of both the beginning themes, We Are and Memories, being such standouts right from the get-go is that they get reused in pivotal or reflective moments. It's super rare when they do this, but when they do, whew, it hits hard. It invokes such incredible nostalgia, and I love every time Toei decides to use them unexpectedly to enhance certain moments in the series. You know, so this is where we kind of get into a little bit of spoilers for Whole Cake Island. 
um, as well as a little bit for um, oh, the Wano flashback as well. So this song gets used to great effect twice years later down the line with, with a new version called the 17, 17 Years Later version, um, aptly named. Once when Sanji leaves Luffy and the crew in Whole Cake Island, which was so beautiful as it flashes through all the memories of their journey together thus far, which marks the sort of temporary ending. But this paired with the beautiful instrumental version of We Are that plays when Sanji apologizes and returns to the crew, using the two songs to symbolize the ending of Sanji's sort of time with the Straw Hats, but then also reintroducing a new beginning is such, like, symbolically is so freaking awesome. And both renditions of this new version of um, Memories, as well as the sort of this dramatic orchestration version of We Are, is really cool. And arguably the second time this is used is even better. So this is a very heavy spoilers for the Wano arc. So if you do not want to be spoiled about anything in the Wano arc, do not listen to this next like five seconds or so, or several seconds. So it plays the moment Roger and his crew find the One Piece and become the Pirate King. At that epic moment, as they all just sort of laughed at what they discovered at Laugh Tale, and I think this choice was very intentional because it is very fitting as I myself and most fans of the series believe that this is the song that should play when the series is over after Luffy and the Straw Hats reach Laugh Tale and become the Pirate King. And it's such a perfect ending theme to close it all out. I mean, this is the perfect ending for One Piece. Like, not just for as an ending theme but the ending to the series so whenever this series does conclude and the anime concludes this is the final thing that you should hear i that i personally believe that because it's so good this song is just nice to listen to and yeah it's perfect in terms of ending themes so there you have it Finally, my ending theme rankings. Like I said, I don't quite have the fondness for the ending themes as I do the opening themes, but there are some amazing songs still among the endings that evoke so many great emotions and memories, pun intended. I really wish Toei would bring the ending theme back because I think there's something lost with their removal. It just kind of gives the episode an abrupt end feeling. And you don't get to sit there a bit for, you know, to reflect on what you just watched in some of these episodes. Also, you know, what we get in exchange in these, like, drawn-out scenes that just suck. Like, I'd honestly take having an ending theme and removing some of those excessive reaction shots any day to, you know, to make the pacing of the episodes better. But that's a topic for another day. But anyways, I hope you really enjoyed my rankings, and I'd love to hear everyone else's rankings, as I feel like the One Piece ending rankings in particular are very personal to each, each person and can be wildly different from individual to individual. And it really speaks to how wide of a reach One Piece and its music has on people. Oh, and one thing I wanted to mention before we end this episode is I received my very first donation via the buymeacoffee.com um, donation tool. And yeah, big shout out to Shane and big thank you to him for that contribution. And that is so amazing. Like, obviously, I don't really advertise the whole donation thing on any of my episodes aside from that very first couple. Um, because, yeah, I mainly do this for fun. I don't really expect to make any money, but it does feel really nice to, to sort of be recognized for that. And yeah, big thank you. And if you do 
you know, feel like you want to support me, definitely check out the buymeacoffee.com link that's in the um in each episode or on the webpage. And yeah, you know, and thank you to everybody who's subscribed. Uh, I also just recently hit over 100 subscribers between all the different platforms, which is pretty crazy to me too that I've got that many people listening. And so yeah, big thank you to everybody and thank you for, you know, over a year now and just supporting this show or podcast and yeah I I don't know what else to really say but yeah thank you very much and hopefully we'll keep this going for longer and longer until the show ends you know until the series ends and even then maybe I'll keep going who knows but yeah if you enjoyed this send me a like or a comment and if you want to join me on this journey of rewatching One Piece please consider subscribing also check out my Instagram and Twitter account at Podcast if you want updates of when I post new episodes or see some pictures of my Monica collection. Check those out. But yeah, I'll be back next week with a normal rewatch episode continuing the Skypea arc. Until then, I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs>